Hi, friends. Well, here we are at the end of January. It seems like this year a lot of people chose not to subscribe to the idea of resolutions. I think many of us are catching on to the idea that making big promises to ourselves at the tail end of the season of indulgence, when our daily rhythm tends to get profoundly disrupted, is maybe not the best way to set ourselves up for success. What I've seen instead of resolutions in the culture at large and in my own personal life too, is something more like a rededication to our path, to the evolution of our souls, which is our deeper purpose on earth. It feels almost like a renewal of vows at the start of a new year. What is truly important to me? Were my values reflected in my choices last year? Do I feel good about the way I'm living? What do I need to tweak or change for the year ahead in order to feel successful? As I mentioned on the last show, it's been my intention to slow the pace of the podcast so I can work on longer pieces that are more focused on creative writing, which is a dear passion of mine. But I have to say, taking the once a week deadline away for the podcast has not felt good so far. I'm working on longer format writing and I'm enjoying the process, but I felt a little lost without the structure I'm used to. Something has felt off track. At first, I experienced relief because the lead up to the end of 2023 was extremely hectic for me. And I think I was legitimately craving a break and I wanted to feel less bookended. But as time goes on this month, I'm feeling adrift and feeling like I actually miss the pressure. It brings something out in me. You know, pressure can make a diamond and pressure can also make a nervous breakdown. I think like everything in our lives, we have to be self-honest and self-aware. A client and I were talking about this last week, the idea that as humans, we are tasked with interpreting our lives. Advice for life is not a one-size-fits-all. We have to dig into the nuances and ask, which is it? Does the pressure motivate me or is it masochism? Am I having a good time or am I out of control? Am I taking a break or am I lost in the woods? You are the only one who knows. Trust your capacity to know. Trust your capacity to interpret wisely what life is showing you. I'm sharing this because it's a critical theme in our healing universally. It's something we all wrestle with, the idea of balancing discipline and dream time, the dichotomy of what holds us and what sets us loose. We do need both, but I was reminded as I was putting notes together for today's show that the word discipline comes from the word disciple, which means to follow with love. Sometimes we demonize discipline. It can feel like a killjoy. But in truth, discipline is the great supporter of our joy when we cultivate the right understanding and the right relationship with it. When we feel resentment toward the things we're committed to show up for in our lives, that's a signal that something is off. We might be overgiving. We might be ignoring another part of ourselves that's begging for our time and attention. We might be showing up rigidly instead of curiously. 
We might have fallen out of alignment with gratitude. We might be burnt out. Resentment is often a telltale sign of burnout. So the idea here is to address the root of the resentment and to resist making an unconscious mental association with discipline as something I have to force myself to do whether I want to or not. You know, discipline as white knuckling. Neither of those have anything to do with love. Let yourself be a disciple to the important things in your life, to your commitments. Come from a place of love within yourself. Greet the challenges on your path that way and see what happens. Turning a have to into a want to is usually just a matter of adjusting our perspective or our attitude. It can also be a matter of getting more rest so that the tank is full for the drive ahead, making sure that we're taking good care of ourselves so that we have more to give to our lives, to what matters to us. So right now I'm leaning toward going back to a once a week cadence for the show and taking some extra time when needed, but not giving up that structure altogether because I'm seeing right off the bat that it's really necessary for me. This is what I meant last time by proof of concept. It's an idea I'm carrying forward into the new year. I'm going to keep trying things out and making changes as needed. I think that's what life is about, honestly seeking what works most optimally for the big work we're all here to do. But also understanding that even when we hit it just right, everything is perpetually changing. So there's never going to be a set it and forget it solution. That's the frustration and that's also the beauty of life. We're challenged to stay engaged with our own process day in and day out. Please forgive this brief interruption, friends. I know the holiday season is behind us, but my library of guided meditations makes a beautiful gift any time of year, especially when it's a gift to yourself. Each meditation was crafted and recorded with a lot of love to support the positive changes you want to make in your life. You can check them out at marywelch.com, and if you feel inspired, you can buy an all-access pass at a discounted price that gives you access to the entire library. Guided meditations are the most essential part of my daily self-care. That's why it's so important to me to share them with you. I know how powerful they are. Okay, thanks for your time, and now let's get back to our show. I wanted to share an ask me anything question that came in last December and I didn't get a chance to weave it into the show before now, but here goes better late than never. The question was about how to get over the grossness, their word of promoting yourself as an entrepreneur when you want people to buy what you're selling, but you also don't want them to feel hustled by you. Well, first of all, I just demonstrated this. I just interrupted my own show to share a reminder that I offer guided meditations for sale on my site. So this topic is pretty darn relevant and you've come to the right place. The key words here are share and offer. Marketing doesn't need to be gross or hustly. It can be natural. Like when you notice something beautiful and you feel inclined to share it, This happened last spring when I was walking out of the grocery store near my house 
and strangers were gathered in the parking lot looking at this huge rainbow in the sky. And we felt like we wanted everyone to know as they left the store about this amazing thing that was happening. So we didn't hesitate to make a fuss and pull other people in. Why? Because we didn't want them to miss it. The magic of it broke that invisible wall that's normally in place between us and other people we don't know. We bridged it. This is what marketing is about from a spiritual perspective. It's about connection. It's about ringing a bell, making an announcement. I have an offering that I want to share with you. As long as what you've put together has been made with integrity and is being offered thoughtfully, you have nothing to worry about. What people feel from us is our energy. So if we feel gross or hustly about what we're offering or the way we're conducting ourselves as we ring the bell and let the world at large know about what we're offering, that's the feeling that others are going to pick up from us, like a radio picking up a signal. If we feel genuinely good about what we're sharing, that feeling will be transmitted. When I meet people and they ask me what I do and I talk about my work, they can feel how much I love coaching. This is the reason my whole practice has been word of mouth from the very beginning over seven years ago. My passion for my work is contagious. This is true for all of us. We can't fake our energy. Fear of self-promotion, fear of being perceived as arrogant or out of touch. This is a prompt. It's a call to go deeper. Dissect the fear, get familiar with it. Where does it come from? Did you grow up with the programming that said it's not okay for you to take up space? That it's your job to be a best supporting actor to someone else's star? Do you harbor unconscious associations with the idea that ringing the bell, announcing your work, feeling proud of it is going to get you into trouble? Does it feel dangerous to be loud about what you love? See, the beautiful thing is that we all have free will. So we can say no thank you to what doesn't fit and we can say yes please to what resonates. And neither of those is personal. So if you take the time to make sure you're really in love with what you're offering and you give yourself permission to share it in the spirit of love and service, you can trust that the people who are meant to say yes will say yes. And the people your work is not a match for will just keep walking. Your job is not to convince, plead, coerce, overpromise, apply pressure. Your job is to create an offer and also to trust, to trust the process. Keep doing the inner work to stay clean in your own energy and how you're showing up. It feels so good to work hard and then let go. To work hard on the offering, offer it and then let go of the outcome. Just get back to work on the next offering. The more often we complete the cycle, the easier and less complicated all of this feels. And we come to know ourselves more deeply through work like this. We investigate those fears around self-promotion, self-aggrandizement. We keep an eye on all things self, self-related, because self is ego. Don't forget. So keep coming from soul in all your offerings and you can't fail. When something feels negative, that's a signal that you're out of alignment. Use your emotions as feedback. Negative emotions mean something is out of alignment. Something is asking for our attention. 
something wants to be set right again. Joy, ease, abundance, gladness, gratitude, connectedness, appreciation. These are your natural state. These are your vibrational resting place. When you stray from them, when they feel out of reach, take a moment to get oriented, surrender the painful emotion, and then ask to be guided back to home base. You can always come back as long as it's in your consciousness and your intention to do so. So I hope that's helpful. I've decided to ditch the formality of an intro and an outro for these episodes, but I do want to remind you if this podcast is useful or meaningful to you, please subscribe so that we can stay connected, especially since I'm still experimenting with the cadence and I wouldn't want you to miss anything. And please also remember that you can find me anytime at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. And I love hearing from people, so don't be shy to reach out. Okay, take good care out there. Till next time.